Shut your ass up, bitch. It's the BTSC 365 Probably swerving in the red vert. Yeah, I'm going hard. It's KO to the death of me. I heard they cooking up that heat, but D Nice got the recipe. We fall up in the club. Watch us paint your party blue. Monkey swagger jacking, copying everything the signals do. Been gone for a minute, now you got me for a week. Hey, Randall, where you been? Thugging out in Cane Creek. Don't get it twisted, my feet won't always on solid ground. The roads ain't easy coming up in a small town. I was a knucklehead mobbing with the nation. But I pissed him chose to get my education. It ain't that hard, anybody can do it. All you gotta do is put your mind to it, man. You ain't stupid. Me on the beat ballin', red the bread farthin', pass that thing I'm receiving like Marvin. Harrison, ain't no other comparison. I'm on my young dolphin, I think I need my medicine. Go my blue fire, ace club, I'm all that. Cashville, grind hard, swag jacket, just fall back. I see the boss in the five birds, we swerve on. Trump beating loud through your chest like King Kong. They call me Fly Mike, homie, I got a natural high. That KO Sumer represent till the day I die. I'm in that all black thing, I call it BT. You better cuff your girl, cause MM12 stun season. Blue five back, blue five back. Sigma week coming soon, so tell this and that. Snack back by the tatty. Yeah, big boy get at me. Straight run the game on them. You can call me Jamaica. Deep pocket, Dennis, money taller than a Range Rover. Your life like the Golden Girls, my life like the Hangover. I'm tatted up and distasteful. You had enough and just hateful. Could have spent 300 on a meal plan, but I bought a snake because I'm wasteful. My breath smell like Amsterdam, my fingers smell like panties. I'm Dennis Helfner, no magazine, and my Playboy Mansion on Hannis, boy. Top down, tank top, low chick, bank night. Snap back and a knapsack full of grass that came from Bangkok. Can't stop getting profit, so you probably can't stand me. I got racks on racks, it's like my pockets of pantry. You can come for the top, but, but it come, come with a bounty. If you run in the campus, we must be running the county. Just pay attention to details. We selling out of these pre-sales. Why lame niggas on my TL? Subtweeting like females. Lame niggas on our TL. Subtweeting like females. Lame niggas on our TL. Subtweeting like females. Hey man. Hey man, hey man, say man, hey man, hey man, hey. That's what I'm talking about right there. That's how you start the show. 
That's how you start the show. That type of energy right there. That's how you start the show. This is the first show of 2024. That's how you start the show. Shout out to Charles I know, man. Shout out to KO. You know what I'm saying? It's Founders Day. Shout out to the mob. <laughs> hey, look. It's 2024. I don't know how we... I don't know how we starting. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how we doing. It's... <laughs> It's a new year. Let's just say that. It's a new year. It's a whole lot going on. It's a whole lot been going on. The Cat Williams situation with, with Shannon Sharp show. Truths and lies, you know what I'm saying? Michigan blew out Washington in the championship game. Uh, Mike Vrabel got fired. It's a whole lot going on. You know, John Moran out for the year. We're going to get to all of it. We're going to get to all of it. Uh but, yeah, man, hey, I appreciate you tuning in. Wherever you tuning in, have you tuning in, it is the BTSC 365 podcast. You see it. It's cold out there, y'all. Hey, I think these beanies going to be online next week. It's cold out there, y'all. Get you a BTSC hoodie. I mean, I said hoodie. hoodies, too. Beanies and hoodies. I got something else coming, too. It's 2024. It's 2024. We got to turn up a little bit. But like I said, the national championship game, it was off the it was off the chain the first half. You know what I'm saying? That second half. Whew. So, you know, I gotta get my boy Grant on here. We're gonna talk about that in a second. Matter of fact, let me see. He should answer the phone. He good people. He good people. We're gonna see. Yo, yo. What's happening? What's happening? Hey, is this Grant? I got you. Yeah, this is Grant. Okay, okay. See, I ain't asked if you had a stage name or nothing. I just said I'm going to put his government out there. And if he cool with that, we going to roll with that. You know what I'm there saying? we go. If we cool with that, we going to roll with that. Now, now, I called you because I know that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I know what I don't know, and I know a little bit about what I think I know. But I know you're a Michigan <laughs> fan. I know you're yeah. a Michigan fan. So I, I wanted to talk to a a, a Michigan uh, aficionado, you know, somebody yeah. who's closer with the pro. All, all I know is Harbaugh. You know what I'm saying? I I'm, I can talk about him, but I can't talk about how it felt to win from a Michigan fan standpoint. So, I mean, watching the Natty, what did you – is that what you expected? Is that the outcome? Not just the win, but did you expect the domination like that? Um, I, think, I think with this year's team, you kind of expected it. I mean – you you see how they're at just every position they have an offensive line that's up for the I can't remember the name of their ward right now but they got an offensive line that's going to push the defense around they got a running back core of Corum and Edwards and they even got the young guy in there um, to get a bunch of carries and I mean JJ McCarthy's as talented he is it's just like a very balanced team that if you give any leeway in any way they're going to run through it. Yeah. So when you see like uh, that Washington team struggling against the run defense, it's like, oh, we'll just run for 300 on them then. And so that's one of the fun parts of this team is whatever whatever is given, they're going to take it. That's a hardball coach team right there. Right. That's a Jim oh, yeah. Harbaugh coach team right there. That's, I knew. I You know, we had been talking. I knew. I knew they were going to win. I didn't think it was going to be a blowout. But I knew they were going to win just because – Harbaugh got this close once before, and he he understood what it took, but they just couldn't quite 
you know what I'm saying, reached the brass ring, as they say, when he was with the 49ers. Right. They, you know, it, it, he was close. He was close. Oh, yeah. But to go back to Michigan and, and actually get one at his alma mater, now, it didn't come without – it's not coming without a lot of judgment either now. You know, people oh, – yeah. It's not a lot of people in the country happy to see this now that that's outside of Michigan fans. I think I'm a I'm a rare person out here. Like it's, it's they had some fans, but you know, it was a lot of it's a lot of smoke around the program, around Harbaugh. So as a as a Michigan fan, do you feel like it's a lot of just is it's just in what they doing, or you just feel like most of the other folks like, hey man, they hating. Uh, I mean, I think that there's some stuff that could be justified on hating on them. I mean, as a Michigan fan, like, I have seen so many things. Because when you're a Michigan fan, typically you're also a Lions fan, you're a Tigers fan, you're anything in that Michigan realm. Yeah, that's and, unfortunate. Uh, yeah, everything seems to fall apart for us. And whether that's falling apart on our end or falling apart from, I don't know, uh, offensive linemen, checking in to, as a receiver and they put the wrong number out there, but, uh, Man. <laughs> um, but so for things to, for people to complain about, I, I, I understand the holding calls were a big issue for everybody outside of Michigan fans in, in that game. And my message about that is holding happens on every single play. Um, just depends on how egregious it is. Every play. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, if you slow it down, you're going to see jerseys grabbed. That's that's just how the game is played. Every play. Um, and so do I think that some of those those should have been called against um, Washington when, like, on that big play? Yeah. Um, I don't think that that should have been called. But it's something where was there a hold? Everybody's going to say no. There was a little grabbing. But was there a hold against Michigan that didn't get called later? Yeah, there was some grabbing. It's always it's always, it's kinda... always happening. It's always happening. It's always yeah. Happening. So I mean, if that's if that's the gripe that people have with the game, the holding calls and saying that the refs were calling in one way and not another way, it's, that would be my message about it. Is that you just got to know that that's how the game goes. But would that really have changed the game with how much Michigan was in control? So basically, I, you say they they crying over something that that come on now. Come on right. now, like I, y'all getting y'all was getting that ass whooped. Like Michigan, really, if they would have scored another touchdown in the first half, then I would have really been like, oh yeah, it's, it's definitely over. But they let them stick around a little bit. They let them stick around right. in that first half. But really, so I guess my 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 question is, all the naysayers about Harbaugh and the cheating and being suspended and all that. Like, are you one of those fans who just stick by the program regardless of what? You know what I'm saying? Do you believe he was cheating? I don't think he was cheating. But do do you think what they were saying was happening was something that he condoned or he he you know what I'm saying? Like do you believe all think, the hard by speculation? Yeah. I, I think if there was something going on, which I mean, it's a big program. There can definitely be some bad eggs in there that are pulling that kind of stuff. Um, do I think Harbaugh was involved with it? I don't think that he personally was involved just because it's not like he's walking in without a resume 
and all of a sudden winning. Like he's <laughs> right. <laughs> he won. He won at the professional level. He's winning at the college level. I mean, it's not out of nowhere that they went fifteen and zero this year. Yeah, they've been building uh, the program. Right. They've been they, and, were, they were just in the college football playoff last year. Right. Exactly. And so, I mean, it's all and like so much of college is recruiting and um, working in the off season and getting everybody ready. And a lot of Michigan's game is just being more fundamentally sound than the other teams. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, the way Harbaugh runs that – I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But I just have to, to, like, chime in. The the way Harbaugh runs that program and the way they run their offense, even their defense, like, you can see it was – it took them a while. It took them a while. It took him a while. He has, you know – it is a prestigious program, and so you can get recruits there. But when he started versus where he is now, the the realm, you know, everything was a little different. You know, the NIL right. wasn't in play when he first started there. So he was, you know, having to recruit harder probably and do some – and not saying that it's easier now. It's just, you know, it's a different ball game. It's something that he knows how to navigate. And if you hear him talking in press conferences, He's a player's coach. You know, exactly. he, he's he's a player's coach, so he's gonna naturally with his previous with his resume anyway, you know what I'm saying? Like he already had a great resume. He went to a Super Bowl. Right. He went to three NFC championships. He turned two college programs around already. You see what they look like without him. You see what they look like with him. He's coached right. talented players. You know, Andrew Luck, I believe, was one of his. Uh, no, oh, yeah. was was Andrew Luck one of his players? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Stanford, he he called him like David. He called him before David Shaw, or like right in the middle, or something like that. I believe mm-hmm. he coached Andrew Luck in in Stanford. So he's coached great players, great college players. So he's been there. He's done it. And you know, now now the question is, is Michigan gonna break the bank for him? to try to keep him, or is he going back to the NFL? Has he had his moment? Is he going back, or is, or is Michigan going to cut the check? 60 mil, give him 50 mil. What, what, what's going on? Talk to me now. Uh, when it comes to this situation, I feel like there's only two ways to go about it. You can't find him to a couple years deal or anything like that. It's going to have to be a big, massive deal that's long-term, 10-year deal, something like that, in order to keep him around. Um or it's seen as the perfect time to walk away and go to the NFL and end your college coaching career on a championship. Um, and I'm sure a lot of that comes down to money. Um, a lot of it comes down to, okay, you've done it at the college level, and now he wants the challenge of going to the pros. Um, and he's seen – I mean, you've seen he's been able to do it at the professional level. So, I mean, there's no – I don't think there's as many worries about going to the NFL as some of these other college coaches that might be looking for jobs. Um, this is true. This so is true. I, I I think that if I was leaning one way or the other, um, I would say I can see him going into the pros, especially if there's some good situations that are opening up recently. Um, I think that I could see him with the Chargers, that high-powered offense, and then with him coming in and being a – uh, leader of men and um, really kind of setting the standard for how to get things done. I think 
would be a lot different than what Brandon Staley was doing there. Definitely. I I agree now. I agree. It, it and, sounds and, like that'll be a good place. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's – but then there is the thought that there's college coaches who want to be cemented and be there long-term for their schools, like Nick Saban. Um, I mean, I know these guys have kind of gone around a little bit, but um, – I mean, it's, college coaching can be somewhere where you're there for your whole lifetime. Um, or until they but, get tired of you. Or until yeah, they get tired exactly. of you. See, this is how I look at it. As you were talking, I had a thought. I said, well, he could go pro if it's just for the bag because the bag going to be there. You know, they're going to they gonna right. get him there. And if it don't work out, he can always go back to college. Yeah, true. Like, like, but I don't think it won't work out. Like, cause, okay, so like you said, there's certain situations that they're like the Chargers situation. He could go back to California, you know, Stanford, San Diego State, San Francisco Forty Nine. Like, he could go back out west. There's rumblings about the the Raiders, but I really don't think they'll let Antonio Pierce go. Not this time. Yeah, I think they. I, I I would hope Mark Davis learned his lesson from last season when he had an interim coach and they fired him. And then they, I mean, they had, uh, what's his name? Uh, McDaniel. Yeah, they, well, now, not just McDaniel, but before him, they had Gruden. Oh, yeah. And yeah. they fired him, and the interim coach at the time was the special teams coordinator, and he got him in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And they didn't hire him back. They hired McDaniels. Wild. And I so did. then you fired, you fired McDaniels. After just hiring him. But you should have kept the guy you had that the team was playing hard for. Like, you you, should have kept that guy. But, you know. There's a lot of of flashy plays by GMs trying to find so-and-so name. Don't make the same mistake twice. That's all I'm trying to say with the the Raiders. Don't make the same mistake twice. But Harbaugh could go there. Washington just opened up. They just hired mm-hmm. um, the guy that used to be with the Warriors. I forgot his name already, but he's the new president yeah, of operations, I, I think. So, yeah. you know, it's Atlanta. Atlanta's an interesting spot. I I could see something there. Um, I think that – I think the top ones for him in my mind would be San Diego just because – or not San Diego, but Los Angeles uh, Chargers. I still do the same Just thing. because um, – I mean, at West Coast, uh, getting back to the West Coast, and um, like I said, Justin Herbert's there, so you can build around that. Um, but there's also uh, he played for the Chicago Bears, and Bro, that's a, he played if, for Michigan. And he went back there, and I swear, I swear on everything. I, man, are you like you got a camera in here or something? Because I'm telling you, I just wrote that down. Like Bears question mark? Like if they get rid of Matt Eberflus? Yeah, I if mean, they want to, you know I, what I'm saying? Holler at Harbaugh. One for one, they might talk with Harbaugh and then make the move. You never know. In, I mean, you never know. You never know. Bears fans, I'm sure, want to change from how it's been the last few years. And listen, I think a lot of them lost a lot of trust in their front office and their coaching. And so, I mean, and walking into that situation for Harbaugh, it's your former team. You're basically given the reins when you get there, which is what he wants. 
Um, has to have you it. Can pretty Gotta much, have the control. You can trade away, right. And you could trade away fields, get a good pick, get a, and you have two high first round picks. That's a great situation. Or, or hold on, hear me out now. Hear me out. I've heard people say trade Justin Fields, right? I've yeah, seen I mean, if if yeah. if I can bring Jim Harbaugh in, I might not want to. He might not want to trade him True. because he's worked with the, an athletic, mobile quarterback before, and this guy is a better quarterback than Cap was, in my opinion. I, and, and I love Cap, I but, but just yeah, I, if I, he I, can come in with two top ten picks. He already got a guy on a rookie contract. Now, you might have to pick up that fifth-year option, but, hey, I got the number one overall pick. Yeah. I might be able to – If hey, you never know. Here's another Here's another option, though, though, too. If you do end up trading that Justin Fields pick to, say, um, Atlanta, if they want to – some coach comes in there, and that's who they they want as their guy, and they want to make a trade for him. And I mean, you you only get what third round pick for him at this point, maybe. Oh, uh, you, could, probably, you could, depending on the team. It depends yeah. on the team. Like if if Atlanta really wants him, like because they still have a, a guy on a rookie contract going into year three, mm. and I don't, you know, it just like you said, everything all right now is just hey, it's a conversation, it's speculation, because who knows. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? Like, we talking yeah. about might go to Chicago. If he did, I just don't think he'd want to trade Justin Fields that quick. Now, I think the current regime probably wants to, but I don't know right. if he'd want to being in a position where I saw where he took capping those guys. If you can get him guys who want to play, you know what I'm saying, guys who want to buy into the system, you get you some good offensive linemen, Try to re-sign mm. Jalen Johnson, the good cornerback. You know, if you brought in a new regime, that is, and you brought brought in a guy like Harbaugh. But it's a lot yeah. of questions. It's a lot of questions. It's a lot of questions. I mean, there's stuff that to happen. But I mean, as far as te- like, if, if, take away if a head coach is if the, the uh, if the head coaching job is vacant or not, I think the Bears would be number one for me. Um, I, I like it, but just because of the the ties, yeah. I like that. And I mean, uh, that's that was his reasoning before too to come back to Michigan. And so it, it it's not a uh, out of the blue. I mean, that's he's shown that he wants to go back to places he's been and have success. And um, but I mean, there's also a quarterback that he loves that's going to be entering the draft. And if he wanted to take J.J. McCarthy and have him be the quarterback that he thinks that he could be in the NFL, hold on, take him, take him where. Take him, take JJ. Oh, JJ be, take him where? If he went to Chicago and they and they were to pull off a trade of fields, um, I think you could take him probably in the second round and still get away. Second with it. round? I oh my! There's been some talks of. I, where I'm gonna JJ have to say this is a homer. This is a homer pick. This a homer oh yeah, pick. This yeah. Is homer, this is a homer I pick. Think, I gotta, I gotta say that there's no way JJ McCarthy is a second round pick. Depends on how desperate teams are for quarterbacks and how much they're not they're that desperate. They not they not that desperate. No disrespect, but they not that desperate. No, I, they not that desperate. Like I just saw so, Stetson I mean, Bennett get drafted in the seventh round, and he won back to back national t- titles. I mean, I don't yeah, think JJ McCarthy better than him. The age and really, I mean, 
where are you putting uh, on a scale? If you if you had to scale them one to ten, just overall talent wise, that's in Bennett. And you're going off of athletic ability, the mindfulness of like being able to strategize as a quarterback. I would put Stetson Bennett somewhere in the middle, but I don't think he's up in that, even able to work into that upper tier. I think he's kind of stuck in that middle. Well, well, athletically, yes. Athletically, yes, yeah. I'd say. He's no, like, J.J. definitely got him beat when it comes to the wheels. And, but, right. but I'm just saying, if I'm a team and I need a guy who's proven to be a winner, and if you put him in the, in the right system with with talent around him, that's that, – people – see, I'm sorry. I'm kind of going off on a tangent now. But people, <laughs> people tend to – people tend to say, well, system quarterback and this, that, and the third. I need right. it to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to play the game with players that don't work. Like, why would I right. Why would I have a quote-unquote system in place and not put a person in the, the position that can run it the best? That's what you're right. supposed to do. Right. <laughs> like, you can't blame the guy for being in the right spot. Yeah, no, you can't. Or not just necessarily being in the right spot. He makes the right play. He makes right. good decisions. It's like being Jason Kidd or, you know what I'm saying, Gary Payton. You got to be a good point guard. John Stockton, Magic oh, yeah. Johnson. Like, you you got to be a good PG. Yeah. You can't just be I, another guy. Right. The thing, the, the, the place where it's hard when you when you look at it that way, which I, I, I do agree with you. you. You get put somewhere and you execute. You can't blame get blamed for executing. Um. But I do think, like when you once you're starting to look at the draft, that's where a lot of potential has to be put into the thought process of it all. And have you reached your potential? Have, do you have more to give? Um, how well are you? How well do you like? I mean, don't get me wrong. This last game that was a very very good defense by Michigan. Not just from a standard of a Michigan fan, but like they that our defensive coordinator. Puts in a lot of stunts and a lot of blitzes. He put on a hell of a show. He put on a hell of a show. I don't know his name, but uh, uh, if Harbaugh gone, like, he going to the NFL with Harbaugh. I know that. Yeah, but if, if he don't get the head coaching position, because right, yeah, you he, look at he called a hell of a game. Uh, you look at Penix in that game, and do you think that there's any worry now of like, well, this guy? I don't know with NFL type pressure, like NFL blitzes, and I mean he. He looked like he was completely changed, and I, he was injured towards the end there. It, and I, it, I, I really happens. don't want to count that. Yeah, it, it yeah. happens. It happens. Hey, hey, you know what? Can't take nothing from the Michigan defense. They mm. they showed up and did what they were supposed to do. Mm. That still doesn't take away from the fact that Michael Penix is a top three quarterback in this year's draft. Like, oh, like I don't, I don't think that performance per se will will make or break anything on where people probably had him going into the game. And I say that because, you know, he came up against one of the best defenses in the country. He had a playmaker that was hobbled. You know, his his his, his offense wasn't clicking initially, and his defense damn sure wasn't. Defense, I mean, what, what was his name? Donovan Edwards went for two 40-plus yard touchdown runs in the first quarter. Right. Like, yeah. Like it was just it was they came with a different sense of urgency in that second quarter defensively. 
Washington did. But at the end of the day, Michigan was going to win this 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 game regardless of who was playing. Right. Regardless yeah, of who I was mean, playing, regardless because they wanted it. They yeah. wanted it. They yeah. had to have all the last – no, I was just saying all the last three months. I mean, all season, not just the last three months. The the, the season starts off Harbaugh suspended. Regular season end, he suspended. I think the last three games, right? Mm-hmm. So you got to deal with that. Big t- win the Big Ten championship. Then they then the committee puts you against Bama. And you still got all these different violations looming, and they threatening this and threatening that. And you go into the national championship game, and you make the Heisman Trophy run up look regular unleaded, like eighty-seven gas. They mm-hmm. was gonna do yeah. that regardless of. That could have been George over there. I'm not saying they would have blew him out, but they would have beat Georgia, and, they, and that's 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 my honest opinion. They would have beat Georgia. A lot of yeah, people, I, I, Florida State would have got it too. Whoever they, nobody was stopping them this year. Nobody was stopping. Yeah. Them. It's just one of those things where, like, when you're able to control the game as much as they have, and and just, uh, I mean, really every game this year, even when they would play teams like Ohio State, I mean, they, they, it's just, it's their defense is a nightmare to try to face because of all the pressure that gets brought, and then you don't get to relax when the, when they're back on offense because they're just five yard run, six yard run, break one loose. You got you got JJ McCarthy on play action throwing deep ball. Like it's there's just no stopping. It's just it's nonstop pressure from the defense, nonstop pressing for just more points on offense. Yeah, it was. It's um. It was a world. I've, I've I've seen there's been some good Michigan teams lately, but that was far and away the best one. I mean, that was crazy to watch. In a long time, that's the best. That's the best Michigan team I've seen in a long time. So yeah, man. G, I appreciate you, man. I'm I'm gonna get you out of here, but I appreciate All you right. talking Wolverine. Well, I appreciate you. you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have you back on. We are gonna talk some more NFL. Your lines in the playoffs. Before you leave, I just gotta know. Give me the score of the playoff game this coming weekend. Oh man! Ah, uh, yeah. Give me a score now. <laughs> uh. So Stafford coming back, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a pretty high-scoring game. I don't think the Lions' defense is going to be able to hold off the Rams' offense too much. Um, I mean, I'm a Lions fan. I have to put the Lions up. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it up to – I'm going to say 35. Woo! And I'm going to put the Rams at – I'm making a clean game, 35-28. 35-28, high-scoring – you think Jared Goff go with a shootout against Matthew Stafford? I'm not saying he can't. I'm just saying that's going to that, – I'd like to see battle, it. I'd ball, like to see it. The battle of deep ball, we're in trouble. But if it's a battle of playing field positioning and just dinking and dunking our way down the field, Jared Goff knows how to read a defense for yeah. those short passes. So. Yeah, he got, he got good – he got great athletes out there now. Get the so, ball I mean, to I him and let him go. Year after year, create comeback victories for the Rams or for the Lions. So hopefully they can fall short this week and we can squeak our way to the next week. But it, it should be a good one. I mean, I'm excited for it. Bit, bit, man. G, I'm gonna let you go. Thirty-five, twenty-eight. You heard my boy G. Oh yeah. 
We going with the Lions. <laughs> we rocking with Detroit on Sunday. 35-28 in Lions. I like it. That means it's going to be a good game. I, I'm excited to see it. Hey, man, I appreciate oh, yeah. you. I'm going to huh? get back with you, all right? <laughs> All right, sounds good, man. Thanks for having me. That was my boy G, man. Appreciate G. G, a, a huge, huge fan of all things Michigan. You know what I'm saying? Michigan football, uh, Detroit Lions, Pistons, even though they're having a whew, down year. And even the uh, Red Wings. You know what I'm saying? The Detroit Lions, the Red Wings. You love it all, man. I appreciate you stopping in, man. Let me see what I got. I got some Young Soul. I think I'm going to play a little bit of this Young Soul from his new Project Spirits. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, my God. May man, shake shit, shake life, never shake hands. Real tears, real life, full of fake friends. Still slide mob tie like EJ Prince. I'm a made man. 4 a.m. I'm ending my night. 10 waiting. 6 a.m. I'm pouring four on a Sprite. 10K on my line. Dime still on my mind, but money first. You fall off. Tell me what that pussy worth. I'm too focused on this motion. Too important to be open, but the door's up. Pass you on a slab to let you know it's us. No one talking down on my pockets, but he know we up. Pillow talking down by the shorty. Gotta know we fuck. Sex cloud and lies. Checks, flights, and rides. Tours, hoes, and smiles. Hard soul and drive. Recipe for destiny. OD ain't trying to sleep. I'm trying to rest in peace daughter get the best of me music get the rest of me i'm heavily scarred with a heavenly heart send a nigga to god then pray for him tomorrow all these devils i cross all these levels i saw coast nostra no flaw and a murder to the law i'm just a made man shake shit shake life never shake hands real nigga real life full of fake friends Still okay young soul yeah memphis memphis own young soul New Project Spirits just dropped December 31st, 2023. Y'all go download that now on all streaming platforms, you dig? And don't forget, speaking of Memphis, the best cleaning service in the land located in the M. 901-701-7226. Y'all make sure y'all get it, my people, man. You tell, Hey, man, tell them Big sent you, man. Tell them Big sent you, dog. Tell them Big sent you. For real. Yeah. New Year, who this? Yeah, tell them Big sent you, man. What else? Oh, we were talking about the coaches. We were talking about the coaches. Speaking of uh, firings, Mike Rabel got fired. Titan said, you got to go. They're saying it's on ownership. Ownership a couple weeks ago said he was straight. Then they come back this week. He ain't straight. <laughs> they said Mike Vrabel Mike was safe. That's what they said. They said the boy was safe. Oh, he was straight. He was good. Oh, you good, man. Ain't nobody finna mess with you. You hide in the streets, Mike Brable? Yeah. They told old Brable he was cool, man. They told old Brable it wasn't no problem, man. They told old Brable, oh, you straight, dog. Don't worry about nothing. We got you. <laughs> we got you. And then get what? 
Get what? Get what? They fired Mike Vrabel black ass. That was <laughs> they fired that man. Had to. But big, he he went four straight years with a winning record to the playoffs. AFC Championship game, yes, but it's the spoils of war. Mike Vrabel had two straight losing seasons after having all this success, after having one of the best running backs in the league, but overpaying a quarterback who was regular unleaded and not having a backup plan. He, he got fired. Friendly fire. That's what I call it. It was friendly fire. The former GM, Robinson, he the reason why he fired. It ain't really Vrabel's fault. Now, his coaching staff couldn't develop Ryan – well, not even develop Ryan Tannehill because I know I'm not a former player. I know all of this before I even say this. But from these educated eyes, it looked like he had reached his ceiling. And then the team as a whole, you know, injuries happen and all these other things. And GMs make terrible decisions, like sabotaging or something. Like, I don't know what Robinson was on. When he traded A.J. Brown to the Eagles, I don't know if he – I don't know. I don't want to make any allegations. But it seemed like he – I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what he was thinking. Like, anything I say, it would sound bad because it's all like, huh, what you doing? Why? Did you Have you not seen him play? And no disrespect to the person. See, Robinson did it all. The person who came in after A.J. Brown, uh, Traylon Burks, no no diss. He been injury prone. He, he hadn't been the most – dependable what they say your best ability is your availability unfortunately he didn't have some things not go his way in the injury department and then when he out there it's like oh okay he, yeah. he all right <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah right. but you gave away a pro bowler you know top level talent and that's what you got in return. So you giving the coach that to work with. It ain't much. <laughs> then the quarterback get hurt. And you got to play another quarterback who the offensive staff hadn't gotten him any better. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, he got this ability. We saw this ability enough to draft him. Was it just a bad draft pick? I don't know. But if you get him. Can you work with him? The answer was no. And Malik Willis. He might work out somewhere else. But in Tennessee, with what he currently got as far as the coaching staff, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Will Levis gets drafted by the new regime. So clearly he's the future. They want him to be the guy. He played okay for a rookie who got thrust into the position. But let's see, will a new coaching staff help get him, you know, prepared to be the guy? Are you going to get some better offensive linemen? You got a number seven draft pick right now. It's a whole lot behind that, but Vrabel is just 
a victim of circumstances. It's part of the game. It's part of the game. He a victim of circumstance. It ain't his fault, per se. But, you know, it happens. I'm sure he'll either go be a D coordinator for a year somewhere, or he'll take, you know, the Washington job, the Atlanta job, the Chargers job. If the Seahawks job come available, who knows? The New England job, if it becomes available, like, it's a lot of questions. A whole lot of questions. Like, there's more questions now or possibilities. Let's not say questions. There's a lot of possibilities today than it was on Sunday. We were just talking about Jim Harbaugh. What he going to do? Like, what other jobs might come open? Saying the Saints head coach Dennis Allen's safe for now. They're saying he's safe, but clearly they saying he ain't got the locker room respect either. Cause the Jameis Winston, the Jameis Winston situation, my boy made news like he started the game. He didn't even start the game. The coach sit about there in the victory formation, and him and the offense decided as a group. I'm not misquoting him, that's what he said. That's what they all been saying on Twitter and in interviews. Hey, we did this for our brother. We said we want to get him a touchdown. We know the coach said victory. We lined up in victory, but we handed that bitch off. <laughs> and he got a touchdown. He led the league in touchdowns one year. The next year, he don't have no touchdowns. Nah, we ain't going for that. We getting him a touchdown. Shannon Sharp went on national television and said, I'd cut Jameis Winston because I, the coach, because the coach put him in the game and he didn't do what the coach said. It's victory. You're supposed to go to victory. Woo, woo, woo. But now he said when I think it was the Dolphins blew out the Broncos, he was on national TV and said, well, if I was Mike McDaniels, I would have kicked the field goal to get the record. But they already up 50. But the problem is, they the coach said go to victory. That's what he's going to say. The coach said go to victory. If the coach would have said kick the field goal, wouldn't have had a problem with it. I mean, you, you're a hypocrite. You're a hypocrite. It's just plain and simple, you're a hypocrite. Tomato, tomato, have you want to slice it. Then they say, oh, he, he should be cut. No, he shouldn't. He ain't hurt nobody. He ain't cheat the game. He ain't did no. No. I saw somebody tweet, what if Russell Wilson would have audible, don't you think he should have audible the call against the Patriots? I bet you wish he would have changed that one for him. Coach called plays, this is an audible called all the time at the line of scrimmage. It'd be all right. Arthur Smith was getting fired anyway. He had to snap on Dennis Allen because he, he wasn't going to snap on Arthur Smith or Rich McKay, whoever gave him his walking papers. So, yeah, miss me with all this. Shannon Sharp, you can miss me with all this. The man that had a vibe, <laughs> I don't want to, hold on. I'm not hating because I enjoyed the Cat Williams interview. Let me just say that. The Cat Williams interview has done more for comics than Netflix in the last two years, three years. 
or any other streaming platform. I'm, I'm going to say that right now. It has. I was about to say Shannon had this viral moment. He's he starting to just call for folk to get fired. Like, hold on, chill out. Chill out now. Chill out. We know Cat got your, your your show turned up. I and I enjoyed it. This is not a this this is far from a slight. I enjoyed it, but don't get too big for your britches now. <laughs> Trying to call for this main job. And Cat was on there turning up. He just talking about air. Steve Harvey, Ludacris, uh, Faison Love, Ricky Smiley. Who else? Martin caught a stray. Uh, who he, he, he talked about damn near everybody. Mike Epps made a video and said, "Hold on, he didn't even say my name, good or bad. I need the uh the publicity." <laughs> he said, "I need that. Go, you should have said my name, nigga. Make a video about me." I'm talking about. He didn't talk about everybody in that joint. Everybody. Some say he was lying in a few different places, not necessarily on what he was saying about the comics. But just 3,000 books a year sounded very, 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 uh, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> 3,000 a year? Ooh-wee, boy. Damn. Damn. I, 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 hey. Hey. Come on now. Now he proving folks wrong on his 40, supposedly. I don't know because it's a video, you know, people edit but he was moving kind of fast. He was at the University of Memphis in the uh, basketball practice gym, practice facility, and he ran what I guess would have been equivalent of a 40. And supposedly, allegedly, it's it say 4.47. Now, when the video go, it's like he run, then it do a little transition, and then it showed the, you know what I'm saying? So you don't really know because of the transition. But I'm sure it's faster than what I would have read. <laughs> so it, it could have been seven seven. I don't know. It, it, mine would have been thirteen twenty. <laughs> so hey, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot going on with that brother, man. Truth this is truth and some lies now. You can't believe everything a comic telling you now. He, he is a comic at the end of the day. He said that in the interview too. My job is to make you laugh. That's his job now. So, we going to see. <laughs> Speaking of Memphis, man, John Morant out for the rest of the year. Got a torn labrum. Yeah. Just when they were starting to play well. You know what I'm saying? Just when they were starting to click a little bit. Now, it's, it's probably tank season. Yeah, it's probably tank season now. It's, it's. I think I saw JJ or Triple J and uh, LaRavia were both out. It's, it's, I saw somebody tweet, any surgery you need, any type of aching pain you got, Grizzlies, go on and get it over with. Go on and take care of that if you need to. Go on, go on and take care of that. Go on and take care of that. Go on and take care You're going to have a couple top picks. Now, you need the Warriors to not have a, a top four pick. You need them to be top five and below. But yeah, go on, go on and handle that, man. Go on and handle that. Uh, what else going? Memphis basketball, man. Uh, Mikey Williams and JJ Taylor, I think his name. 
they both entering the transfer portal. Now, if you're not familiar with the name Mike Mikey Williams, high school basketball star out of California, um, had one of the, I know at one point one of the top NIL deals in the country with Puma. Um, viral sensation, and he committed to Memphis. Uh, he started reportedly he was taking online classes, but he was on trial for some gun stuff in Cali. Had a, they had a trial going on for that. Uh, he pled guilty to a lesser charge. I think he on probation, and then they got a sentencing hearing next year. Well, this year actually, in August, I believe. I think that's when it is. I think you got to like do some community service and take some classes or something, and he'll be straight if he don't get in no more trouble in the next seven, eight months. But he, he entered the transfer portal, and it's, I don't know if it's because, you know, it could have been a conversation had. You know, like a lot of people like to speculate. I'm not going to speculate because I don't know. I don't know. It could have been a conversation internally with the coaching staff, with Penny. And it might be a thing where he thought he might have had a chance to play this year since he got, you know, got his charges down and all that. Or it might have been a situation where Penny might be wanting to go in a different direction. The program might just want to go in a different direction. They stuck with him during the trial, so it's hard for me to believe that they told him to leave, but maybe it was just a conversation where they they going in a different direction. My homeboy was like, look, Penny might be wanting to do older players, you know, the transfer portal and stuff like that. You see a lot of that going on with Memphis. They got a, they got a veteran team. It's not just one-and-done type guys anymore. So you got to be on the lookout for that. Uh, but I don't know. I wish him the best. I, I would have loved to see him and his partner suit up and play some games for Memphis this season or next season. But, hey, got to do his best for you. Whatever works, hopefully it'll work out for him and continue success, growth, and all that. Speaking of basketball player with, with some question marks, I say, Draymond Green, suspension been uplifted, I think. He back in practice with the Warriors. Spent 12 games, I think, suspended. Uh, <laughs> saw a report where he said Adam Silver talked him out of retiring. Said he was it, it was too much for him. It was, just, it was just too much. He thought about retiring, and Adam Silver told him, that was a rash decision. He was making a rash decision, and and you got to calm down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You 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 got to calm down, man. You you you're saying you're gonna retire. I mean, go ahead and retire. I he should have called his bluff. If Draymond was talking about retiring, he should have called his bluff and just said, "I G, P." Retired in. Like, is no disrespect. Like, I want people to understand this. People who watch the game, fans who watch the game, just because they never played don't mean they never saw. They might not have saw it from your angle, but they saw it. They watched it. 
They studied the game. You might not be a mathematician or a, a novelist or a poet, but when you were in school, you had to write, you had to do math, you had to, you had to learn it a little bit. You had to learn it. You had to study about it. So, yeah, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. This, listen. Y'all gotta y'all gotta quit acting like we don't be knowing what we talking about. Draymond Green, hey, great career, champion, uh, probably gonna be dope in the media when he done. But if he retired today, if he retired today, I mean, hey. <laughs> you remember when when he was yelling at Paul Pierce and said, You act like uh, you Kobe. You ain't Kobe. They don't love you like that. Somebody gonna be saying that to him. You know? You ain't Steph. <laughs> you ain't, you ain't, you know what I'm saying? You ain't KG. You ain't Tim Duncan. So yeah, don't don't get it twisted. He could've he could have dipped. He could have dipped in the NBA, you know. They'll cheer for him in Oakland or San Francisco, wherever they at now. They'll cheer for him over there. But it ain't like he going to get, you know, they're they not giving him gifts when he go to these other teams, arenas. Not going on tour. You know, it's not, no, uh-uh. And that's okay, too. That's okay, too. Because I'm sure his show going to do numbers and all that. But, hey, my G, if you want to quit, quit. That's it for the BTSE 365 podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. If you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe. You got the short end of the stick this time. The full audio version is going to be attached to this video. Uh, again, shout out to the KO Sigmas. Shout out to the mob. Blue Fire, you know. Uh, yeah, man. I don't even know what I'm playing on the audio version to get up out of here. I already played the Young Soul. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Oh, okay, yeah, this is a good one. This is a good one. Y'all be easy. Peace. BTSC 365. All I could do is think about the commercial today. Yeah, I know they wondering how he made it. I'm the same one that dropped that in 10th grade. Same nigga stayed on the same team. I can't never trade. Last juice they play with me, I cut off in 8th grade. Yeah, that shit kinda crazy. Don't play with me, bitch. I'm a bitch. Look what my mama made. I would've hurt that nigga in the airport for playing with a Drake. And she keep calling and calling. Bad bitch, Puerto Rican princess like Josh. I ain't hear shit. Before I started walking, was crawling. that shit. I give you the rock, I want you balling. And don't nobody wanna talk like me. It's all good as love on my end. You can't walk a mile in my side. God told me stay focused. I said, fuck that shit, I want revenge. From everybody who done done me wrong. You done tried and you done tried, so you can't try.